Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. And welcome to the show. Uh, we've got big things happening. Uh, you know, for any of you guys that don't know, we are fighting very, very hard on the freedom front. And uh, there are just there's some amazing things happening in the background. The war's not over, folks. The war's not over. Much of America is lost right now. But, 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 I firmly believe we can earn it back. I believe we can earn our freedom back for our kids. I believe we can earn it back for our country, for our families. I believe it can happen. Um, I have no idea how censored we are today. Uh, I do know that we, you know, we have, (laughs) we're talking about the DOD and their war on freedom. And so, Uh, I anticipate that if there's going to be a time that I'm censored, well, it would be today because, you know, when you put the DOD in the title and their war in America, I'm relatively sure that they're going to do whatever possible. So I'm going to be curious if anybody's getting any bizarre messages. Uh, If you see the feed cut out or anything like that, please let us know in the comments or anywhere else. Um, it's, uh, hopefully we don't, I, hopefully we don't, but it was just really so bizarre the other day when, uh, with the interview with Javon Pulitzer to see the way that that happened, it was just, uh, it was something. And, you know, you can, you can wonder whether or not it's legitimate, but Elon Musk has talked about the censorship that's occurring. I mean, he's talked about the censorship industrial complex. And if you think that Elon at Twitter is not getting hit by this, if you guys on Twitter think that this platform is not being attacked, uh, I got news for you. If you know Musk can push free speech as much as he wants, he's still got to get around the censors, the DOD, these guys who come in with their papers saying it's national security. You've got to shut this down, right? And uh, you know we know that the Biden White House has. They've taken their air marshals, they've taken all these guys. They've assigned all these guys to domestic terror threats. Uh, you know, people who believe in Jesus and people who believe in, in uh, Donald Trump or America first, uh, you know, that makes you a domestic terror threat uh, to, to, to Joe O'Biden, right? So not, not his son uh, doing hookers and blow uh, or anything like that. That's, that's not a problem. Uh, selling out to Ukraine is not a problem. Uh, the problem is Christian nationalists. People who believe in Jesus Christ and think that America is a great country, that's the problem. Obviously, we are the terror threat. Anyways, uh, so let me use that. That's kind of a transition, a good transition piece to what we're going to start out with, which is the DOD, the Department of Defense and their war on America, inspired by the censorship of Javon Pulitzer's uh, interview here. So... Folks, I want to go through some stuff, and uh, I want to go back. I want to. I want to go back. I want to do a flashback here. I want to flash back to the year 2014, and let me show you this article. All right, headline: Obama shakes up Pentagon leadership, but not policy. And well, you know, I mean, naturally going to AP. So even back then, uh, you know, you can count on them lying for Obama, and uh, they're talking about Ashton Carter. <clears throat> Ash Carter, uh, as uh, leading the Department of Defense, uh, his his position there, right? So Obama puts Carter in. And Carter, uh, historically, he was a, a purchaser. He was an arms purchaser for the, for the military. And uh, basically, he was the military-industrial complex. The way that this works, folks, is 
that the military industrial complex, what that really means is you've got the arms producers, you've got the guys who build the guns, build the bullets, build the this, build the that. And uh, they make money when they sell more bullets and more guns. So they want more war. So they do anything they can to promote, uh, you know, a strong defense and uh, anything that uses guns and bullets. Now, it's very, very poor quality to say I want war because I make money off of bullets, right? But that's what's going on. So these guys, they, they're selling the next defense system to the next uh, general or whoever it is, and they go back and forth. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of underhanded money going back and forth in various ways. And it's kind of like the FDA and, uh, you know, the drug companies. You know, it's a, this revolving door between the military and, uh, you know, the former uh, employees. Uh, and what happens is, uh, you know, Ashton was a uh, – Ash was a, a really – I mean, he was right in the middle of this, right? He was right in the middle of this. He was working with all these companies that make money when there's a war and our kids go off to get murdered in some other country for no apparent reason. And so he gets put in, and uh, you see all of these changes, right? You see all these changes that occur in the DOD. And uh, yeah, they also put Petraeus in, who, you know, uh, in the CIA role. Um, I don't like what he did there. But basically, the military and the intelligence complex gets replaced by Obama guys, right? Right. Now, Let's let me take you to the next step. So you get uh, Ash in there, right? So Defense Secretary Ashton Carter, and uh, Ashton Carter decides to do this headline. Now this is back in 2015. Pentagon seeks to shed dreary image to attract Silicon Valley talent. So the Pentagon. Starts, uh, starts, you know, trying to recruit and get involved with Silicon Valley. This is a very, very big deal. Why? Well, because uh, this is the foundation of what we're seeing with the Google uh, DoD censorship complex. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't there before. I mean, they were there. But there are certainly, uh, you know, relationships between defense and Amazon and defense and uh, Google and all these guys before that. But but this was an open thing that they're bringing people in. One of the things that's really important about this article, again, 2015, right, is, uh, you know, they talk about uh, Google search engine, Siri, GPS, all these different things. And uh, it will, uh, a little thing about Edward Snowden. Um, but if you look at this, I want to draw your attention to this. Right here, we say defense officials will also take a page from the CIA's plays, playbook and experiment with investing small sums into startups. The Defense Department will make investments in nanoelectronic software and robotics through NQTEL, the CIA's nonprofit venture capital arm. Okay, NQTEL is something that you all need to understand. And this this uh, coalition between DOD CIA is really important. NQTEL, uh, for any of you guys that don't know, the CIA knows there's all sorts of laws. The federal government can't do a lot of things. So the CIA has, over the years, mastered partnering with private companies to do what they can't legally do. 
right? And they not only partner with private companies, they partner with everybody. So the CIA gets all sorts of money that, that you can't track. It's uh, some of it they get through through various ventures like NQTEL. Other they get through uh, less, uh, let's say, more illicit activities. And they've got all of this money, and it's called black book money. It's black book projects. And what it means is there's a, essentially a, the CIA has a huge, huge, huge budget. Nobody knows how huge of money that we don't, we the people don't know about and can't know about because it's off book, right? The CIA's money they get from these various ventures is not tracked and they don't have to disclose it because it's a national security risk if they do, at least according to them. But who's checking that? Who's overseeing that national security risk? If you think that it's Congress or the Intel Committee or anything else, you're nuts. They do not get anything that the CIA doesn't give them. The CIA does whatever it wants to do, and there is no accountability, including right up to the president of the United States. Now, Bobby Kennedy has talked about the CIA's probable role in the assassination of his father or and his uncle, but there's a lot of truth to this. This money's not tracked. It's not accountable. The CIA absolutely has a massive amount of money. This is... This isn't speculation, folks. This is, you can follow it in the law. You can follow it. It's, it's just well known. Now, here's what is speculation. Who are they partnered with? Now, there's a lot, a lot of rumor, and I would say it's incredibly credible. I can't prove it, but there's a lot of very credible information, including congressional investigations. Uh, Crossfire Hurricane, anybody remember that? The CIA has partnered with drug cartels. They literally are partnering with drug cartels, and it's been reported that basically what they do is they will say to, like, the Sinaloa cartel, hey, um, we'll let you bring fentanyl across the border. We'll let you get away with this and this and this, but you've got to make sure that you tell us if any of these other cartels are going to bring terrorists across the border. In theory, the CIA is making a deal with the devil to prevent worse from happening. Folks, Think about what I just said. There are even reports that the CIA has allowed trafficking, child and women trafficking across the border from the cartels in order to accomplish their goals. Now, these are credible rumors. These are, in fact, if you talk to people who work actively in in child trafficking, they're not just credible. A lot of these people just tell you, no, this is a well-known fact. Now, I don't have a paper trail on it, so I can't tell you I can prove it. But the CIA is as dirty as they come, and there's no accountability. No one knows what they're doing. Congress isn't pushing too hard to know because no one wants to deal with that. They don't want to be the guys that have to talk about the fact that our uh, CIA is working in child trafficking or drug trafficking. They don't want to do that, and they certainly don't want... uh, the CIA to talk about what they, they know about these Congress people, right? All the Congress people have dirty laundry of some type. I mean, there's probably a handful that are pretty honest, but not too many. So anyways, this is going on. And you so back in 2015, uh, you've got uh, the CIA and DOD partnering with all these private companies, and they do all these things that would be illegal for the government to do. But the private partner can't right? 
Now, when you partner with the CIA and or the DOD, depends on what the nature of the partnership is. There's a lot of public partnerships, but there are a lot of other partnerships that are not public. So when that happens, I can tell you that I've seen some of these contracts. I can't tell you who, where, or how. But what happens is, is you'll get a contract. And that contract will be made up of several contracts. And you'll have a contract that says, you're going to do this for us with the CIA. Then you'll have in that contract a non-disclosure agreement. Then you'll have another contract that talks about that non-disclosure agreement and how if you violate it, it's a violation of federal law. Then you'll have another contract talking about the fact that you can't talk about the second contract that, are, that talked about the first contract. And basically, you'll have this stack of contracts all preventing you from disclosing anything. And it's so complex and so so deep, you can't even find these contracts under discovery. If I sue someone, it would be unlikely that they would be even able to disclose that they had a contract with CIA in a court. It's debatable. I mean, it depend on the contracts and how they're structured, but and I haven't seen enough of them to know that they're all this way. But I've seen some of this stuff. It's dirty as can be. And basically, it allows the CIA to partner with this, by the way, and this isn't where I'm going with this, but this is how you have the DOD and the CIA partnering with Wuhan, China to create COVID in the lab. They, put, they partner with these private entities. Some of them are international. And they send money, they send resources, they send all this stuff because no one wants bioweapons labs on the U.S. soil. So they partner with private labs elsewhere. And if it gets out, it gets out and kills those people, not us, right? Okay. Anyways, so this is how this all works. And you see uh, Ash back in 2015 working to partner more in depth with... Uh, Big tech. Hmm. That's curious, right? That's curious. Now, back in 2015, when this is happening, there was some censorship, for sure. I mean, the mainstream media wouldn't let you talk about anything. But this is before Facebook and, and uh, Google and all those guys were outright censoring us and what they do. YouTube wasn't, uh, you know, deplatforming people back then. Uh, you know, Google Google may be pushing you down the search engine a little bit, but they weren't doing what they're doing now. So what happened? Well, remember, I've said for a long time that I think the real insurance policy against Donald Trump in 2016 was not Russiagate. It was intelligence agencies and the DOD working together to ensure that he was undermined. They undermined him during his presidency. They tried to steal the first election. And they did steal it in 2020. So this is how they did it, right? This combination is public-private partnership. And this is really, really an important thing to understand because this takes us to 2020 and now to 2024. And this is the reason that I brought all of this up and that this is such an important aspect of what we're doing. Ready? Headline. Investigative journalist unravels secret censorship campaign. 2020 election was just a pilot experiment for NGOs partnering with tech companies and investigative anti-misinformation firms. All right. Well, now we're getting somewhere, right? So you have the CIA and DOD partnering with Google, partnering with Apple, 
partnering with all, you know, all the big tech, right? And so now this guy gets on with Jay Bhattacharya and is talking about how these guys are uh, using Pentagon manipulation campaigns to influence groups like Twitter, right? So this goes back, you know, hey, yeah, Elon, you, you, we got censored on your platform. Why? Well, because even if Elon Musk is trying to be a, a free speech guy, I don't know, you know whether he's legitimate or not. He seems to be. But how's he going to do it when you've got this, right? When you've got this. So you've got here, Pentagon manipulation campaigns get preferential treatment on Twitter because they have people embedded in Twitter, people working with Twitter. Uh, suppression goes big with COVID and AI. Uh, 2020 elections, just a pilot, right? So get ready for 2024. Um, big Pharma, naturally. And you have to understand the tie-in between election fraud, Big Pharma, and all these. It's all the same people, folks. It's the same people behind this. The COVID scam was part of the 2020 steal. You didn't have a steal without COVID to change all the election laws, the mail-in ballots. There was no way they could cheat enough without the mail-in ballots to do this. So you've got this whole thing going on. And uh, it was was really comprehensive. And they talk about in terms of COVID here, um, the whole uh, chemical industry, you know, comes down on people who are doing basic research. Um, yeah, they they hit these guys, how they hit them, what they did. Uh, front group websites will plaster Google saying a scientist is a liar and use all kinds of sleazy tactics. They try and discredit anybody speaking out. And this is what they did with COVID. It's also what they did with the election in 2020. This is and was a DOD plan. The Department of Defense, in conjunction with our CIA and our intelligence community, they were they were 100% involved with the 2020 steal. They were behind the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in the lab. They were behind the creation of the vaccines. They were behind all of this that's happening. Our Department of Defense and CIA are absolutely the bad guys. They are, they are the dirty core deep state of our government. And until the brass gets thrown out and is replaced with people who actually care about freedom and defending our country, and until checks and balances are restored, where Congress actually has oversight of what's occurring, we do not have a country. We do not have a country, and we're not going to. In this country, until we eliminate the deep state, until we eliminate the the Department of Homeland Security, DOD, Pentagon, CIA, industrial complex, who are completely tied in with the the State Department and the, uh, the Department of Justice, we will not be free. They will continue to manipulate. And by the way, folks, this is absolutely going to going to occur in twi- for the election coming up. Now we just had this. By the way, uh, I'm going to. Todd Jones has made some comments here, and I, I want to go into this. By the way, he says uh, the whole COVID thing was a ruse, and Wuhan was a red herring. 
uh, Todd, I don't disagree with you. That, and he says it's a theory. Um, I don't disagree with you. Uh, the COVID thing was very much a ruse to steal the election. And I don't know, you know, it was created certainly in, in Wuhan, but it was probably uh, shopped around in a bunch of these other labs around the world. I don't know for sure. We do know that Ralph Barrick from North Carolina Chapel Hill uh, was involved in this heavily, EcoHealth Alliance, and where else and what else was done there. Now, here's the thing. Here's where I get into some speculation. When COVID got out, did it get out from Wuhan or was it released in more than one place? And I say released because I don't believe that this was an accident. I believe it was released intentionally. I think there's sufficient evidence to say that that's a very high likelihood. And I think that that if that's the case, that there's a reasonable question to be asked, where else was it released? Uh, Europe? Why was it that we found so much COVID? There were studies about early, early COVID cases in uh, Italy. And I believe Poland. I could be wrong about that. I'd have to double check. It's been a while since I've looked at it. Why was this? Why why was this the case? Why is it that it just seemed to pop up everywhere around the world when uh, we had restricted travel in so many places? It it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And uh, you know, I've heard people who have looked real hard at the epidemiology and they claim that it oh, it follows. And then I've heard other people say, no, it doesn't. Um, I haven't done a full evaluation of all the uh, epidemiology related to the spread. So I guess I don't know. But what I do know is that there are a number of things out there that don't add up. Uh, you know, there are a number of people who, you know, way before COVID was supposed to exist, had COVID symptoms and COVID type issues. So I think this is an important thing. But at the end of the day, the point here is that our DOD and CIA are actively at war with the American people and freedom. They're putting th- they're doing things that are completely corrupt and illicit, that are completely unconstitutional, and they're doing it through uh, these these partnerships with private industry. It is absolutely unthinkable. So we have to recognize what's going on. The Constitution has basically been thrown out the window because these guys are partnering with private industry to control the world. It's just that simple. Now, let's go to this. Catherine Herridge posts important update on CBS seizure of her files. Who is Catherine Herridge and what the hell are we talking about here? Well, I didn't know who Catherine Herridge was because I don't watch CBS. But uh, Catherine Herridge was apparently a good reporter, according to Red State, uh, for CBS. And uh, apparently there's been attention because she's excellent in reporting, right? Now, she had been talking about the Her Report, which is, you know, obviously a little uncomfortable, Right. Uh, the her report Joe Biden's diminishmental capacity and all that. So yeah, the guy's a dingbat. Um, so she's talking about this and going this, and she's got her sources to set another. Well, so all of a sudden she's she's fired, and all of her stuff is seized. Now they're talking about giving it back, right? So SAG-AFTRA actually, uh, well, you know, listen, I'm not anti-union. I know there's a lot of corruption in the unions, but I kind of like the unions. Uh, except for the corruption. I don't like corruption, but I, I do think that unions are important because when we get some of these 
monopolies and oligopolies like like Google, I mean, you know, what power do the employees have if they don't unionize? So, uh, yeah, there, there's a value for unions. It's just like anything else where the power structure gets, you know, too one-sided, they, they get bad. But SAG-AFTRA did right on this. And they said, hey, what the hell are you doing seizing her stuff and firing her? What was she a good employee? Just because she did her job and reported? And that's really true, right? And that confidential information that they seized about her, I mean, this is a big deal. Now, let me ask you something. Is anyone listening to this stupid enough to believe that that even if they give it back, they haven't already looked at it so that they can start retaliating on her sources? I guarantee you, whoever her sources were and whatever they knew is now being used by the FBI, CIA, DOD to go after those guys and retaliate in massive, massive ways. So it doesn't really matter what happens from here. At the end of the day, though, this woman got fired and they seized her stuff for questioning uh, Der Fuhrer Biden, right? Our CIA and DOD are running the show right now, folks. They're controlling our country. They gave us COVID. They gave us the vaccines. They gave us the 2020 election. Uh, And by the way, Biden doesn't know what the hell he's doing. This is 100%. Uh, you know, I mean, Obama's running it from his basement, and we don't know who else is doing what, but we know that this is an influence peddling scam, and it's just as dirty as can be. So, anyways, that's the deep state, folks. And uh, I want to talk about uh, big pharma and ED because that's kind of a fun one. But before before I do uh, that, we we just we've got to understand what's happening in this country. So. Uh, Support us at TomRems.com. Check out the new website, brand new, very pretty. Uh, Frankie R., the short stack herself, did a wonderful job making this pretty. So if you go to TomRems.com, you can get our new book, COVID, The COVID Fight, Why It Matters, and Other Essays, along with our other books. Um, we're selling them direct, by the way, so that you don't have to, you know, in case you guys don't want to go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble, you can buy them right from TomRems.com. We're also getting ready. We're going to have a whole bunch of T-shirts uh, toxic masculine t-shirts. Uh, producer Andrea is, has been working on getting those up. They'll be coming up, uh, uh, shortly. Uh, this is, uh, the real men line, if you will. Uh, we're going to have a whole bunch of uh, real men t-shirts, what real men, uh, say and do. Uh, and we're basically going to piss everybody off with them because it's funny to me. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, but go to timerens.com, share the timerens network, uh, the Tom Renz uh, show on the America Out Loud network and everything else. And we, support, we appreciate your support. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. 
visit healright.com slash outloud or americaoutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD for 20% off. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on americaoutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, americaoutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel and be our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them. From improving immune health, regulating hormone balance, supporting gut health, to soothing the skin, even reducing the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, and cellulite, and providing targeted support for mind, mood, energy, and even our body's own production of collagen. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in becoming your best self and fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. And welcome to the show. Uh, we've got big things happening. Uh, you know, for any of you guys that don't know, we are fighting very, very hard on the freedom front. And uh, there are just there are some amazing things happening in the background. Yeah, the war's not over, folks. The war's not over. Much of America is lost right now, but, 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 I firmly believe we can earn it back. I believe we can earn our freedom back for our kids. I believe we can earn it back for our country, for our families. I believe it can happen. 
Um, I have no idea how censored we are today. Uh, I do know that we, you know, we have, yeah, we're talking about the DOD and their war on freedom. And so uh, I anticipate that if there's going to be a time that I'm censored, well, it would be today because, you know, when you put the DOD in the title and you, their war in America, I'm relatively sure that they're going to do whatever possible. So I, I'm going to be curious if anybody's getting any bizarre messages. Uh, if you see the feed cut out or anything like that, please let us know in the comments or anywhere else. Um, it's, uh, hopefully we don't. I uh, Hopefully we don't. But it was just really so bizarre the other day when uh, with the interview with Javon Pulitzer to see the way that that happened. It was just, uh, it was something. And, you know, you can, you can wonder whether or not it's legitimate, but Elon Musk has talked about the censorship that's occurring. I mean, he's talked about the censorship industrial complex. And if you think that Elon at Twitter is not getting hit by this, if you guys on Twitter think that this platform is not being attacked, uh, I got news for you. If you know Musk can push free speech as much as he wants, he's still got to get around the censors, the DOD, these guys who come in with their papers saying it's national security. You've got to shut this down, right? And uh, you know we know that the Biden White House has. They've taken their air marshals. They've taken all these guys. They've assigned all these guys to domestic terror threats. Uh, you know, people who believe in Jesus and people who believe in, in uh, Donald Trump or America first, uh, you know, that makes you a domestic terror threat uh, to, to, to Joe O'Biden, right? So not, not his son uh, doing hookers and blow uh, or anything like that. That's, that's not a problem. Uh, selling out to Ukraine is not a problem. Uh, the problem is Christian nationalists people who believe in Jesus Christ and think that America is a great country. That's the problem. Obviously, we are the terror threat. Anyways, uh, so let me use that. That's kind of a a transition, a good transition piece to what we're going to start out with, which is the DOD, the Department of Defense and their war on America, inspired by the censorship of Javon Pulitzer's uh, interview here. So Folks, I want to go through some stuff, and uh, I want to go back. I want to. I want to go back. I want to do a flashback here. I want to flash back to the year 2014, and let me show you this article. All right, headline: Obama shakes up Pentagon leadership, but not policy. And well, you know, I mean, naturally going to AP. So even back then, uh, you know, you can count on them lying for Obama, and uh, they're talking about Ashton Carter. <clears throat> Ash Carter, uh, as uh, leading the Department of Defense, uh, his his position there, right? So Obama puts Carter in, and Carter uh, historically he was a a purchaser. He was an arms purchaser for the for the military, and uh, basically he was the military industrial complex. The way that this works, folks, is that. The military-industrial complex, what that really means is you've got the arms producers, you've got the guys who build the guns, build the bullets, build the this, build the that, and uh, they make money when they sell more bullets and more guns, so they want more war. So they do anything they can to promote uh, you know, a strong defense and uh, anything that uses guns and bullets. Now, it's very, very poor t- quality to say I want war because I make money off of bullets, right? But 
that's what's going on. So these guys, they, they're selling the next defense system to the next uh, general or whoever it is, and they go back and forth. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of underhanded money going back and forth in various ways. And it's kind of like the FDA and, uh, you know, the drug companies. You know, it's a, this revolving door between the military and, uh, you know, the former uh, employees. Uh, and what happens is, uh, you know, Ashton was a uh, – Ash was a, a really – I mean, he was right in the middle of this, right? He was right in the middle of this. He was working with all these companies that make money when there's a war and our kids go off to get murdered in some other country for no apparent reason. And so he gets put in, and uh, you see all of these changes, right? You see all these changes that occur in the DOD. And uh, yeah, they also put Petraeus in, who, you know, uh, in the CIA role. Um, I don't like what he did there. But basically, the military and the intelligence complex gets replaced by Obama guys, right? Right. Now, Let's let me take you to the next step. So you get uh, Ash in there, right? So Defense Secretary Ashton Carter, and uh, Ashton Carter decides to do this headline. Now this is back in 2015. Pentagon seeks to shed dreary image to attract Silicon Valley talent. So the Pentagon. Starts, uh, starts, you know, trying to recruit and get involved with Silicon Valley. This is a very, very big deal. Why? Well, because uh, this is the foundation of what we're seeing with the Google uh, DoD censorship complex. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't there before. I mean, they were there. But there are certainly, uh, you know, relationships between defense and Amazon and defense and uh, Google and all these guys before that. But but this was an open thing that they're bringing people in. One of the things that's really important about this article, again, 2015, right, is, uh, you know, they talk about uh, Google search engine, Siri, GPS, all these different things. And uh, it will, uh, a little thing about Edward Snowden. Um, but if you look at this, I want to draw your attention to this. Right here, we say defense officials will also take a page from the CIA's plays, playbook and experiment with investing small sums into startups. The Defense Department will make investments in nanoelectronic software and robotics through NQTEL, the CIA's nonprofit venture capital arm. Okay, NQTEL is something that you all need to understand. And this, this uh, coalition between DOD CIA is really important. NQTEL, uh, for any of you guys that don't know, the CIA knows there's all sorts of laws. The federal government can't do a lot of things. So the CIA has, over the years, mastered partnering with private companies to do what they can't legally do. Right. And they not only partner with private companies, they partner with everybody. So the CIA gets all sorts of money that that you can't track. It's uh, some of it they get through through various ventures like NQTEL. Other they get through uh, less, uh, let's say, more illicit activities. And they've got all of this money and it's called black book money. It's black book projects. And what it means is there's a, essentially a, the CIA has a huge, huge, huge budget, nobody knows how huge, of money 
that we don't, we the people don't know about and can't know about because it's off book, right? The CIA's money they get from these various ventures is not tracked and they don't have to disclose it because it's a national security risk if they do, at least according to them. But who's checking that? Who's overseeing that national security risk? If you think that it's Congress or the Intel Committee or anything else, you're nuts. They do not get anything that the CIA doesn't give them. The CIA does whatever it wants to do, and there is no accountability, including right up to the president of the United States. Now, Bobby Kennedy has talked about the CIA's probable role in the assassination of his father or and his uncle, but there's a lot of truth to this. This money's not tracked. It's not accountable. The CIA absolutely has a massive amount of money. This is... This isn't speculation, folks. This is, you can follow it in the law. You can follow it. It's, it's just well known. Now, here's what is speculation. Who are they partnered with? Now, there's a lot, a lot of rumor, and I would say it's incredibly credible. I can't prove it, but there's a lot of very credible information, including congressional investigations. Uh, Crossfire Hurricane, anybody remember that? The CIA has partnered with drug cartels. They literally are partnering with drug cartels, and it's been reported that basically what they do is they will say to, like, the Sinaloa cartel, hey, um, we'll let you bring fentanyl across the border. We'll let you get away with this and this and this, but you've got to make sure that you tell us if any of these other cartels are going to bring terrorists across the border. In theory, the CIA is making a deal with the devil to prevent worse from happening. Folks, Think about what I just said. There are even reports that the CIA has allowed trafficking, child and women trafficking across the border from the cartels in order to accomplish their goals. Now, these are credible rumors. These are, in fact, if you talk to people who work actively in in child trafficking, they're not just credible. A lot of these people just tell you, no, this is a well-known fact. Now, I don't have a paper trail on it, so I can't tell you I can prove it. But the CIA is as dirty as they come, and there's no accountability. No one knows what they're doing. Congress isn't pushing too hard to know because no one wants to deal with that. They don't want to be the guys that have to talk about the fact that our uh, CIA is working in child trafficking or drug trafficking. They don't want to do that, and they certainly don't want... uh, the CIA to talk about what they, they know about these Congress people, right? All the Congress people have dirty laundry of some type. I mean, there's probably a handful that are pretty honest, but not too many. So anyways, this is going on. And you so back in 2015, uh, you've got uh, the CIA and DOD partnering with all these private companies, and they do all these things that would be illegal for the government to do. But the private partner can right? Now, when you partner with the CIA and or the DOD, depends on what the nature of the partnership is. There's a lot of public partnerships, but there are a lot of other partnerships that are not public. So when that happens, I can tell you that I've seen some of these contracts. I can't tell you who, where, or how. But what happens is, is you'll get a contract. And that contract will be made up of several contracts. And you'll have a contract that says, you're going to do this for us with the CIA. Then you'll have in that contract a non-disclosure agreement. 
then you'll have another contract that talks about that non-disclosure agreement and how if you violate it, it's a violation of federal law. Then you'll have another contract talking about the fact that you can't talk about the second contract that, are, that talked about the first contract. And basically, you'll have this stack of contracts all preventing you from disclosing anything. And it's so complex and so, de so deep, you can't even find these contracts under discovery. If I sue someone, it would be unlikely that they would be even able to disclose that they had a contract with CIA in a court. It's debatable. I mean, it'd depend on the contracts and how they're structured, but and I haven't seen enough of them to know that they're all this way. But I've seen some of this stuff. It's dirty as can be. And basically, it allows the CIA to partner with this, by the way, and this isn't where I'm going with this, but this is how you have the DOD and the CIA partnering with Wuhan, China to create COVID in the lab. They put they partner with these private entities. Some of them are international. And they send money, they send resources, they send all this stuff because no one wants bioweapons labs on the U.S. soil. So they partner with private labs elsewhere. And if it gets out, it gets out and kills those people, not us, right? Uh, okay. Anyways, so this is how this all works. And you see uh, Ash back in 2015 working to partner more in depth with... Uh, Big tech. Hmm. That's curious, right? That's curious. Now, back in 2015, when this is happening, there was some censorship for sure. I mean, the mainstream media wouldn't let you talk about anything, but this is before Facebook and, and uh, Google and all those guys were outright censoring us and what they do. YouTube wasn't, uh, you know, deplatforming people back then. Uh, you know, Google Google may be pushing you down the search engine a little bit, but they weren't doing what they're doing now. So what happened? Well, remember, I've said for a long time that I think the real insurance policy against Donald Trump in 2016 was not Russiagate. It was intelligence agencies and the DOD working together to ensure that he was undermined. They undermined him during his presidency. They tried to steal the first election. And they, they did steal it in 2020. So this is how they did it, right? This combination is public-private partnership. And this is really, really an important thing to understand because this takes us to 2020 and now to 2024. And this is the reason that I brought all of this up and that this is such an important aspect of what we're doing. Ready? Headline. Investigative journalist unravels secret censorship campaign. 2020 election was just a pilot experiment for NGOs partnering with tech companies and investigative anti-misinformation firms. All right. Well, now we're getting somewhere, right? So you have the CIA and DOD partnering with Google, partnering with Apple, partnering with all, you know, all the big tech, right? And... So now this guy gets on with Jay Bhattacharya and is talking about how these guys are uh, using Pentagon manipulation campaigns to influence groups like Twitter, right? So this goes back, you know, hey, you know, Elon, you, you, we got censored on your platform. Why? Well, because even if Elon Musk is trying to be a, a free speech guy, I don't know, you know whether he's legitimate or not, he seems to be. 
But how's he going to do it when you've got this, right? When you've got this. So you've got here, Pentagon manipulation campaigns get preferential treatment on Twitter because they have people embedded in Twitter, people working with Twitter. Uh, suppression goes big with COVID and AI. Uh, 2020 elections, just a pilot, right? So get ready for 2024. Um, big Pharma, naturally. And you have to understand the tie-in between election fraud, Big Pharma, and all these. It's all the same people, folks. It's the same people behind this. The COVID scam was part of the 2020 steal. You didn't have a steal without COVID to change all the election laws, the mail-in ballots. There was no way they could cheat enough without the mail-in ballots to do this. So you've got this whole thing going on. And... Uh, it, it it was it was really comprehensive, and they talk about in terms of COVID here, um, the whole uh, the chemical industry you know comes down on people who are doing basic research. Um, yeah, they they hit these guys how they hit them, what they did. Uh, front group websites will plaster Google saying a scientist is a liar and use all kinds of sleazy tactics. They try and discredit anybody speaking out. And this is what they did with COVID. It's also what they did with the election in 2020. This is and was a DOD plan. The Department of Defense, in conjunction with our CIA and our intelligence community, they were they were 100% involved with the 2020 steal. They were behind the creation of SARS-CoV-2 in the lab. They were behind the creation of the vaccines. They were behind all of this that's happening. Our Department of Defense and CIA are absolutely the bad guys. They are, they are the dirty core deep state of our government. And until the brass gets thrown out and is replaced with people who actually care about freedom and defending our country, and until checks and balances are restored, where Congress actually has oversight of what's occurring, we do not have a country. We do not have a country, and we're not going to. In this country, until we eliminate the deep state, until we eliminate the, the Department of Homeland Security, DOD, Pentagon, CIA, industrial complex, who are completely tied in with the, with the State Department and the, uh, the Department of Justice, we will not be free. They will continue to manipulate. And by the way, folks, this is absolutely going to, going to occur in for the election coming up. Now, we just had this. By the way, uh, I'm going to – Todd Jones has made some comments here, and I, I want to go into this, by the way. He says uh, the whole COVID thing was a ruse. And Wuhan was a red herring. <clears throat> uh, Todd, I don't disagree with you. That, and he says it's a theory. Um, I don't disagree with you. Uh, the COVID thing was very much a ruse to steal the election. And I don't know. You know, it was created certainly in, in Wuhan, but it was probably uh, shopped around in a bunch of these other labs around the world. I don't know for sure. We do know that Ralph Barrick from North Carolina Chapel Hill uh, was involved in this heavily, EcoHealth Alliance, and where else and what else was done there. Now, here's the thing. 
here's where I get into some speculation. When COVID got out, did it get out from Wuhan or was it released in more than one place? And I say released because I don't believe that this was an accident. I believe it was released intentionally. I think there's sufficient evidence to say that that's a very high likelihood. And I think that that if that's the case, that there's a reasonable question to be asked, where else was it released? Uh, Europe? Why was it that we found so much COVID? There were studies about early, early COVID cases in uh, Italy. And I believe Poland. I could be wrong about that. I'd have to double check. It's been a while since I've looked at it. Why was this why, why was this the case? Why is it that it just seemed to pop up everywhere around the world when uh, we had restricted travel in so many places? It, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And, uh, you know, I've heard people who have looked real hard at the epidemiology and they claim that it, oh, it follows. And then I've heard other people say, no, it doesn't. Um, I haven't done a full evaluation of all the uh, epidemiology related to the spread. So I guess I don't know. But what I do know is that there are a number of things out there that don't add up. Uh, you know, there are a number of people who, you know, way before COVID was supposed to exist, had COVID symptoms and COVID type issues. So I think this is an important thing. But at the end of the day, the point here is that our DOD and CIA are actively at war with the American people and freedom. They're putting th- they're doing things that are completely corrupt and illicit, that are completely unconstitutional, and they're doing it through uh, these, these partnerships with private industry. It is absolutely unthinkable. So we have to recognize what's going on. The Constitution has basically been thrown out the window because these guys are partnering with private industry to control the world. It's just that simple. Now, let's go to this. Catherine Herridge posts important update on CBS seizure of her files. Who is Catherine Herridge and what the hell are we talking about here? Well, I didn't know who Catherine Herridge was because I don't watch CBS. But uh, Catherine Herridge was apparently a good reporter, according to Red State, uh, for CBS. And... Uh, apparently there's been attention because she's excellence in reporting, right? Now she had been talking about the her report, which is, you know, obviously a little uncomfortable, right? Uh, the her report, Joe Biden's diminishmental capacity and all that. So yeah, the guy's a dingbat. Um, so she's talking about this and going this and she's got her sources to set another. Well, so all of a sudden she's, she's fired and all of her stuff is seized. Now, they're talking about giving it back, right? So SAG-AFTRA actually, uh, you know, listen, I'm not anti-union. I know there's a lot of corruption in the unions, but I kind of like the unions, uh, except for the corruption. I don't like corruption, but I I do think that unions are important because when we get some of these uh, monopolies and oligopolies like, like Google, I mean, you know, what power do the employees have if they don't unionize? So, uh yeah, there, there's a value for unions, but it's just like anything else, where the power structure gets you know too one-sided, they, they get bad. But SAG-AFTRA did right on this, and they said, hey, what the hell are you doing seizing her stuff and firing her? What was she a good employee? Just because she did her job and reported? And that's really true, right? 
And that confidential information that they seized about her, I mean, this is a big deal. Now, let me ask you something. Is anyone listening to this stupid enough to believe that that even if they give it back, they haven't already looked at it so that they can start retaliating on her sources? I guarantee you, whoever her sources were and whatever they knew is now being used by the FBI, CIA, DOD to go after those guys and retaliate in massive, massive ways. So it doesn't really matter what happens from here. At the end of the day, though, this woman got fired and they seized her stuff for questioning uh, Der Fuhrer Biden, right? Our CIA and DOD are running the show right now, folks. They're controlling our country. They gave us COVID. They gave us the vaccines. They gave us the 2020 election. Uh, And by the way, Biden doesn't know what the hell he's doing. This is 100%. Uh, you know, I mean, Obama's running it from his basement, and we don't know who else is doing what, but we know that this is an influence peddling scam, and it's just as dirty as can be. So, anyways, that's the deep state, folks. And uh, I want to talk about uh, big pharma and ED because that's kind of a fun one. But before before I do uh, that, we we just we've got to understand what's happening in this country. So. Uh, Support us at TomRens.com. Check out the new website, brand new, very pretty. Uh, Frankie R., the short stack herself, did a wonderful job making this pretty. So if you go to TomRens.com, you can get our new book, COVID, The COVID Fight, Why It Matters, and Other Essays, along with our other books. Um, we're selling them direct, by the way, so that you don't have to, you know, in case you guys don't want to go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble, you can buy them right from TomRens.com. We're also getting ready. We're going to have a whole bunch of T-shirts uh, toxic masculine t-shirts. Uh, producer Andrea is, has been working on getting those up. They'll be coming up, uh, uh, shortly. Uh, this is, uh, the real men line, if you will. Uh, we're going to have a whole bunch of uh, real men t-shirts, what real men, uh, say and do. Uh, and we're basically going to piss everybody off with them because it's funny to me. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, but go to timerens.com, share the timerens network, uh, the Tom Renz uh, show on the America Out Loud network and everything else and we, su- we appreciate your support 